If you're a physician who wants more autonomy in how you practice or fulfillment in your life, you're in the right place. This is the Change Physician Podcast, where our guests reveal how you can learn the mindsets, skills, and strategies to create the life you want without selling out your morals or values. But before we begin, I want to remind you of the free book giveaways, guides, and other physician resources available to you at thechangephysician.com. Welcome back to The Change Physician. I'm Melissa Katie, The Challenge Doctor, with my co-host from the West Coast, Dr. Kevin Kakaro, bringing you an actual Saturday salutations instead of a Monday motivations. But either way, we're here to say hi to the world and say hi to each other and share what's going on in the podcast and uh, share a snippet or two of you know, current events or current thoughts or, I don't know, random tangential conversation. Random, random stuff. <laughs> Yeah, so let me pull up. Um, uh, we've kind of shifted courses a little bit for the time being uh, when it comes to our podcast for the last year, I think probably a good full year we've done Thursday throwbacks just because we felt like, especially during the pandemic, we really got some amazing guests that we really wanted to put back out there. So um as of just recently, we've been um, just putting out, of course, we always have our recordings from our Saturday salutations. Most weekends, we get that accomplished on Saturday or Sunday. Um, but we <clears throat> release on Thursdays, since we release our lives on the weekend, we've been releasing our uh, episodes on Thursday. So the most recent, that being the 16th today, was how to create exciting health from boring habits. Sometimes uh, the most important things aren't um, things that sell real easily <laughs> or, or draw our attention the most, uh, but they're tried and true. And um, so make sure to check out that episode. Um, any comments there, Kevin? No, other than I think that's sort of like the secret for everything is just doing the same, you know, the the the, the similar things that most people know what to do consistently over time. Mm -hmm. um, or as I tell my kids that the secret of success is doing the things that you say you want to do when you don't want to do them. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just, yeah. It's like, you know, you, you don't just take, you know, like I just have shower head. Um, you don't just take all your showers at once to do for your lifetime. <laughs> you, you've got to do them today for the next year. <laughs> get all your showers in for a, a decade. Um, that might be a bad water bill, but I guess you can just stay in the same bath and pretend like you're doing a hundred baths. But um yeah, it's kind of like common sense stuff, you know, it's a process that you need to do and rinse and repeat part of the pun. But yeah, it's kind of those necessary things as a human being that's alive. And not. Well, and it, 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 it's interesting to me is all the stuff that I mean, there's a lot of things that people say, and then we all go, yeah, 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 I know that I know that, but we don't do it. Right. And um, so like I can't, what, a week or two ago, I I think I had talked about it on one of these Saturday salutations. I started counting macros because mm -hmm. I had done to the point where I was exercising a ton and I don't eat bad, but I definitely want to lose some fat. And um, it came, I'm like, all right, what, what all, every, you know, so it's count your macros, make sure you actually do some mild caloric restriction and stuff. And it is, um, it's not like that came out of the blue. And it's not like I didn't know that for literally years. But once I actually started doing it, it's so interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is, um, it's just absolutely fascinating to me. And it just, I don't know. I think there's a lot of things that we do 
humans in general, and we just sort of ignore it because we think it's commonplace or it doesn't matter to me, or maybe I kind of kind of tried it once, but I didn't really really invest any time in that. Once you that it, it I mean, there's it works. I mean, it's just it's just insane. Yeah, I mean, it's I was just thinking wealth, health and relationships are like those big things out there. You can market to people because people want that quick fix or that, you know, answer, because even though it's right under your nose, these little things, you know, people might say, oh, be kind. Or, you know, a lot of times you don't treat the person you're closest to the best. And 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 there's a lot of reasons behind that. But it's it's like, you know, these things, but if you're not implementing and putting into practice, it's uh it's a good reminder to all of us. And I speak for myself too. Like you always have to keep yourself in check and remind yourself when you're lying to yourself <laughs> and denial of the things you need to consistently do better. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure, yeah. There's a, is it a Feynman, uh, Richard Feynman quote, a quote, I think it's something like um, the, the, the most important rule to not fool yourself and the most the easiest person to fool is you or something like that. Right. And it's, um, yeah, because we are right. And we all think we know better or whatever. And yet we aren't, we, we typically will fall for the same stuff that came up because I'm, I'm trying to, um, do the submission for this like financial thing. And, uh, I, I, our finances are nothing crazy. They're pretty basic, but some of, I'm trying to like dive into some of the questions and I'm like, Oh my God, this is, uh, I probably need to spend, and I have been spending way too much more time on this be, just because look at the asset allocation and this and that and the other thing. And it's, and uh, it's like some of the things I thought I had, I didn't quite have. I mean, none of it's bad, but it's, I shouldn't, I'm, but I'm doing it going, I should know this better. Like we always say, you should know this, or you should know what your percentiles are. And um, I know kind of what they are, but I'm not as specific, particularly where I am in my age right now. I need to know more about that. And I kind of let that slide for a while. So very interesting, really kind of weird. Yeah. Well, there's so many facets in our lives that need attention at some point. It's just hard to do it all at once. But uh, on, on a note about talking about denial, and it's easy to fool yourself. It's funny how when you judge other people from the outside, it seems so obvious <laughs> to maybe the outside observer who, you know, maybe it's a close friend that knows people's routines and know where they could improve themselves. But the reality is, you know, they've got to be ready to be the student and uh, unmask um, or be willing to look in the mirror and recognize, I actually had this conversation with a friend this morning, just how sometimes our closest friends or people can be mirrors unto, unto ourselves and help us see ourselves for who we are, if we're willing to. But sometimes you have an emotional reaction because you're not ready for it. I say most of the time we have an emotional reaction when it comes to us. I think that's the problem with decision-making overall for an individual is that emotional reactivity gets in the way of making sound judgment-based database decisions. Yeah. And, um, it, and it happens, like, it's particularly bad, I think, with physicians because we don't appreciate how much our decisions are influenced by our emotional state and we're dealing, we should be dealing with data. Um, but definitely on an individual basis as well, we, um, you know, like you said, you point to somebody else, say, oh, they should do this. But then when it comes to you, we don't, or we don't listen to it. And um, I, I, that's funny that you said it, because I was literally just this morning thinking about that. And the fact that most of us say we want someone's opinion, but we don't. Generally, we want someone to either vent to 
and then justify what we were already talking about in our brain. We rarely, rarely want the other person's um, actual advice on anything. At least that's kind of the impression I've got uh, recently over some of the several conversations I've had with individuals where they're like, oh, what do you think about this? And the, and and I, I'm literally like, like started talking. And I'm like, you don't, it doesn't matter what I say here. You've already made up your mind and you want me to say you're right. Even if you're they wrong, want validation, they want yeah. validation of whatever that in, 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 and, and, and we, and we all do that. And I think that's the most, the, the most difficult thing as an individual is if you are actually going to ask someone for advice that you want their opinion is to recognize in yourself when you're asking it, that you actually want to hear advice or you want to hear their opinion and be able to take that opinion and fully consider it before saying, no, that's not true. Um, Otherwise, I kind of, I don't, someone, I'm like, this is just a waste of time. And maybe it's kind of, I'm burned out because I, I, so much. What would you do? What would you do? And then you're like, tell them, well, I can't do that. 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 Way, 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 way back. Well, this is like 10 years ago. I I literally remember I had a patient come in and, um, you know, like kind of the central sensitization, fibro, whole body pain thing. Yeah, And I'm like, the, the number one most important thing you need to do is move. You need to do some sort of movement every day. And every time I said something, do you know, have you tried this? Have you? No, I can't do that. 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 I'm like, and finally, I was just like, well, you know, um, I, I don't know what to tell you. And she said, well, what do I need to do? And I go, well, something <laughs> like literally something. But you, it, I, it, I can't tell you any, I can't provide you any more suggestions because everything that's coming out of my mouth, you're saying you can't do it. So at some point you have to actually recognize if this is what you need to do, you need to find what it is that you can do to fulfill that. If whoever you're talking to isn't providing something you want to listen to, or you just, you know, and um, I, I just, it just, I, I just remember that because I was a little short at the end. I was finally because they're like, oh, what can I do after after like 40 minutes at this? And I'm finally I was just like something. You just need to do something. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. And, just, yeah. yeah anyway, it, it still gives me a little emotional because it's like, I, you know, you want to help somebody. And they're just at some point, I'm like, I don't I can't help you. I can't even begin to help you because you don't want me to. You're not letting me help you. <laughs> yeah. You, this is like little light bulb of like a lot of things came to mind when you said that is that people inadvertently sometimes want to maintain their own pain they don't realize it and that and and i'm going to bridge into something other than the traditional physical pain thing you're talking about or well it's all pain 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 pain. yeah physical emotional whatever however it manifests um but it's like we just talked about how you're trying to put a mirror in front of them helping them understand not just themselves and maybe their pain. And like, sometimes you have to move through pain with the pain, like instead of avoiding everything, avoiding life, avoiding pain, all this stuff, the same thing goes for like, you ask a friend your opinion about something and you've got to ground yourself before you go into that conversation to say to yourself, and, and I'm, this is good advice for me too. tell yourself you might not like what you're going to hear and that's okay. It's okay. Move, let that, whatever washes over you, whatever you feel, let it move through you. Just let it pass. Don't 
try to avoid it. Same kind of thing. Don't have this pain avoidance thing. Just try to like open your mind to it, explore it, just let it happen and know that you're going to be okay. And then reflect on it. And so I feel like when people give you advice, if it's not what you want to hear, in fact, I'd probably give them permission. Hey, I really want you to think about what I'm about to say and give me your feedback. And I know I may or may not like what you have to say, but that's okay. I want like honesty. That to me is like a healthier way in my personal opinion, and even some science behind it about how to deal with that. What do you think? Because I mean, no, we're going to feel I, I would stuff. agree. You have to, in, and probably framing it in such a way, and there has to be a moment where you have to feel comfortable with whoever you're with. Like there have yeah, to, yeah. you have to feel safe, safe in that on both sides, like whoever the person who's going to give advice um, needs to feel safe that, you know, you're not going to blow up on them or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, And it, yeah, it, it, it's just, it's, it just is really quite fascinating because there's things, people who are specialists in certain fields and I could see where they just, people ask for advice and they just stop giving it. And one of them, so health is one, right. As I said, in mine, in the, in the pain thing, I'm, I, um, I'm I, I literally I'm just I'm so tired of it. I don't even like people asking about it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> so um, but then I was thinking when it came to like business and entrepreneurship, and when I was doing going, you know, working more in the entrepreneur space and and going to a lot of events, it was funny because you can sort of watch and uh and talking to these really highly successful entrepreneurs, and you can almost watch how their responses were uh when people ask them things. And they're very much guarded and they would give you kind of these sort of simple things. Um, someone may say, well, this is my business or whatever. And they would often not really comment on it in any way, shape or form. Um, and I think it's because it's very, very similar as people start getting wedded to these ideas and we get so emotionally entangled and stuff. We just simply don't want to hear it. And, and I, you know, part of that is because we get emotionally invested. And then the other part, when it comes to like change, particularly when we are in, um, in an uncomfortable or someplace where we're not happy, like a large sense of dissatisfaction is there's this quote called, um, or people prefer the certainty of misery to the misery of uncertainty. And I, I, I think that's completely true. Like people in a relationship right there, the, the relationship may be miserable, but it's a known misery versus, Oh my God, I have to step out the door. And, um, it's full of uncertainty again, or like the pain thing, you know, I have this realm that I'm in and this is my, my, how my life is. And if I somehow step outside of this or I do something different, how will that change? And that could be very threatening. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, there's, there's some interesting data. And when you start looking at the trauma and why people don't with who have a history of trauma and kind of the health outcomes with them. And we start looking at, well, being you know change strategies and and uncertainty becomes extraordinarily uncomfortable if you have a history of trauma mm-hmm. um so anyway i just it, it it's another kind of a thing that we all need to get better with i'm definitely raise my hand here is uncertainty you know yeah. being um being uncomfortable being uncomfortable is is a is a little a little disgust and certainly one of the most important like core traits that we should have you know yeah well i kind of equate i kind of equate this pain um all this emotion just what i was talking about earlier like move move through the pain like just let it wash over be open to even though it sounds so like opposite 
discomfort, pain, stress, anxiety, like all of these elements of uh, human experience, it's not the most comfortable. All those things are not necessarily comfortable, but when you see them for what they are and that they're, they're giving you information as to how your system is perceiving the environment, your whatever, or it could be people, place, whatever. Um, yeah, I think all of it is it all it's like a spectrum of discomfort <laughs> like pain i don't even sadness i guess you can put it all in there but anxiety stress of some sort um or pain but life is pain well, anybody says definitely is trying to sell you something life is pain princess anybody who's trying to sell you something what, different is trying to sell something that's from the princess that? bride princess bride i've seen it but i don't remember the quote oh it's like literally like uh life is pain highness anybody who tells you different is trying to sell you something <laughs> i'm buddhist right it is at the root of all pain, uh, suffering um something what is it that's like the first thing root of suffering and all the reason we suffer is because of we want stuff <laughs> and expectations that are not met yeah it's there's this like the, the core of buddhist philosophy is is basically very similar as life is pain and the, the root of all pain is um you want things but i can't remember the actual word that they use you know desire is desire and you're supposed to kind of the cessation of desire is still the goal of buddhism and maintaining the path maintaining that cessation of desire is sort of like the path that you're supposed to be on hmm. yeah there you go Straight from the West Coast. Straight from the West Coast. <laughs> yeah. With quotes. That's awesome. Um, well, I don't, I think the podcast will just mention that one. Um, anything this past week you want to share? Uh, let's see. Past week has been interesting. Um, again, just kind of go on the macro thing. I've, I stumbled into uh, a new product that um, has been quite fun. I've only had it for about four days now. Um, but there's all these kind of like food things. And did you ever hear of Soylent? No. So Soylent was this nutritionally complete shake that they've been selling for a while now. And, and like when a it horrible name. Yes, yes. When it came out, I, they were advertising it heavily on like Facebook and stuff. And and I wasn't, I've I, the movie came didn't came out before my time, but I was at least young, young enough. I guess I'm at least old enough to know the context of Soylent, right? Because Soylent Green and people, if you don't know, is people. <laughs> Soylent Green is people. and But Soylent is not. It's a nutritionally complete food that apparently doesn't contain people. And oh there, there's, I mean, this is when you know you're starting to get old because the tech founders, I mean, the actual name Soylent is because the protein comes from soy and lentils. Anyway, oh, long story short, over the last 10 years, there's been these companies that have produced this stuff and these nutritionally complete um, shakes. And I stumbled on this one called Hul, H-U-E-L, rhymes with gruel, Hul, who's very similar. And they started with this nutritionally complete powder that you would do for shakes. And then they've started adding in these things they call hot and savory that are, um, it's basically like a freeze-dried food. But the advantage is they they're packaged in such a way that the that's X calories and here's the macro composition for it. Mm. And it, it happened when I because I was really trying to figure out a way to I'm about simplifying like how can I simplify my macro count so I'm not having to cap to calculate this stuff. It was either going to be creating a menu that was pretty much consistent every day like the similar types of foods, and then this thing came along. And I'm like, damn, this is kind of fun. Let me just try that because then I can just I know what the packages are. Yeah. And I know how that works. And, um, and as I really like it, like, mm. 
yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it because it just makes it easier where, and the food is, um, it's all, they're all vegan. Like I'm not theoretically a vegan, but it's all plant-based. So, you know, that's in the macro count and then the nutrients that they have are kind of these healthy profiles. Um, they're not like highly processed. They look to be predominantly just freeze-dried food. And mm -hmm. some people may not, um, I, I already, already ate a lot of lentils and beans and kind of stuff. So rehydrating something and making it into a kind of a mushy stuff. Um, isn't, that's a lot of what our food is, to be honest, because we eat a lot yeah. of lentils in our house. And, um, but it's been, it's just been really, really, really kind of fun. And then tracking it becomes so much easier. And then it makes it easier to figure out like a plan out your day and things. And, uh, and I got to say some of the foods I really like, like I, some, some of the ones that I, I thought were going to be really good are not, they're a little bit more bland. And some of the ones I was like, oh, I was just going to order this, but I'm like, I really, actually, I really like this. This particular meal one is really good. And they have yeah. this, the shaky one is a chocolate flavor. And unlike a protein shake, it's against nutri nutritionally complete. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. This is like freaking dessert. It's like eating a dessert for your lunch. Um, wow. Anyway, it's been a hoot. So I'm, what I'm kind of hoping in is about two or three months is to come back with an update on how that has gone. Um, but it's a long way to say, I'm like actually super impressed with this product. I'm like, oh, well, good. Yeah. I might have to check it out later if you're still um, liking it after the new phase. Oh yeah. 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 It'll, uh, It'll, keep yeah. us posted yeah keep us well, posted. i uh i actually started doing my pull-ups put it in my office door frame oh, right, huh? um and i got covid and then uh, i just restarted back up after healing up from that uh luckily this is my second covid that was milder than my first experience last year which is horrid um so my goal, I was just doing, I was working up to two sets of 15, but not coming from like still from the floor. I would do a little hop to get myself going up. Um, so a little bit like of kipping one, the kip, kipping pull up. Uh, I don't know if you call it kipping, but it's more like I kind of give myself a head start with the jump. I, I would call it, thing. I would say I'm doing jumping, kind of jumping pull ups because I oh. jump up, then I pull up the last half and then go down. Just trying to get all of the things activated for that motion and not fully putting my body weight um you know from a still position standing and pulling up so i, I jump up a little bit so i'm kind of doing like half pull-ups and it's got momentum oh, mo i sense. mean but once you're once you've got the bar then you're doing like a regular pull-up um i'm letting myself come down to the floor every time right now oh and then jumping back up again yeah oh okay start, i'm just okay. starting to get my my you know my musculoskeletal system up here used to some load and mm -hmm, not put mm -hmm. the full load on yet. So yeah. I want to get all, not just the muscles with tendons, you know, all the tissues ready. Yeah. So I'll slowly start um, coming down slowly on the eccentric or the lengthening coming back mm -hmm. down. Um, and then once that seems like it's well controlled, then I'll try to start pulling myself up um, every other one. And then, you know, work to a place where my goal would be to just do pull up like, even if just a set of 20 for the rest of my life on most days of the week, just to maintain just some muscle mass in the upper body. Um, Cause it's such a great functional um, movement that requires no gym. Um, and so of course I still work on, you know, some jumping squats. It's like one of those Pilates, you're horizontal, um, but it has a trampoline. So you're like, 
pretend like you're jumping on a trampoline, squatting down, but you're laying down on a sliding platform. So your feet are on a trampoline and the your back is on a sliding platform and it I can bounce off the trampoline. And then does there like something that pulls you back to the trampoline or I it's mean got, you're shooting across got, the floor or smashing no, your head into the wall or something? It's got elastic, <laughs> it has elastic, four elastic bands and you okay. can take them off if you don't want them as much resistance. So I have the most resistance because it's not that hard. Um, but I do jumps with both legs and then I'll transition to one leg after I warm up with both legs. Um, and then I start doing, you know, the single leg on the ground, mm. um, which are more difficult. But anyway, that's that's kind of a uh, that's an apparatus I got because I can use it for the rest of my life. Everything I have is like pretty much all ages. I mean, all fitness levels could use and you can just up up the ante based on you know how fit you are at the time yeah but um anyway yeah so the whole point was i started doing my pull-ups and i'm gonna try to stick to that habit anytime i walk in the office which i know i usually walk in the office most days of the week so i'll always at least do a set um and i'm going to my plan is next thursday to go and check out um, inspect the nearby tennis place and the mm. dance place so on one of my days off so yes tennis and and dance dance yep so we'll see how it goes and start working towards a plan there but yeah that's about all i got you all you got that was pretty good though okay <laughs> thanks for the encouragement well why don't you take us out unless you, unless you have something else no nothing it's fall and uh yeah oh yeah apple we just cider, broke. apple cider season so we, we just, just finally got under 100 degrees oh i was gonna say it's been hot here it was like 89 yesterday which you know it's like oh this sucks mm. yeah well mm. we're still in the 90s but oh, better than the 100s i can't i'm just sort of looking forward to when the rains come just... we just started having rain a couple days ago which yeah, is it like, sounds a like miracle. with steamy rain if it's 100 degrees out there like oh, i know yuck. well it's been really nice the last two days um hmm. we've needed it but anyway all right go ahead well saturday salutations everybody thank you for joining us on today on the change physician as always if you have a comment or if you have your own specific little health strategy or common knowledge that is not uncommon you can shoot it directly to me at dr kevin at the change physician.com and until next time stay well Thank you for joining us today on the Change Physician Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please let us know by going to thechangephysician.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out the free book giveaways, guides, and other physician resources available to you simply by joining the community at thechangephysician.com.